no timeouts, has returned from a very long sabbatical, you know, hiatus, whatever you want to call it, you know, a lot of life changes going on, but the NBA has been so crazy the past, I mean, really, what, week, two weeks? I'm not sure. I mean, shoot, especially the last 48 hours. So crazy, in fact, that I had to break the sabbatical, break the hiatus, call up Derek, my most reliable and trustworthy co-host to come on and discuss, I know, something that he's going to want to discuss. Something that he didn't do for me, you know, when the Lakers lost, he didn't have me on his off podcast, but that's okay. I'm going to look out <laughs> for him. Because when the Sixers lost, I knew that there wasn't going to be too many people who wanted to talk about that Sixers L more than you. How are, how are you doing, sir? I mean, I'm doing good. Um, I, I don't know when I turned into the Sixers slander guy, but... You've been the Sixers slander guy. I have. I mean, listen, I have a lot of, like I said, I have a lot of Sixers, Sixers friends, and they talked a lot of hot shit, talked a lot of cash shit all year. And I mean, if you're, you were, you're, you're a Sixers and Celtics slander man. Oh, of course. I'm a Lakers fan. So I'm definitely going to slander the Celtics. Um, I like the Sixers actually. Like I want them to do good. It's just, it's not so much slander as I just told people I'm out on them. I think I said it on my show, and I think I told you know I said it on that. Or, or That's our, true. Our, See, I think I think that might be it more than the slander. You you definitely I was just, were I was, out on them very yeah, very and long. and I told people why, and everybody we could talk about this when we tee, tee it up. I, I don't know when you I go. Mean, good in, I mean, you just you know, we're already I, into it. We're we're here. Well, I told people I was out on them for for a number of reasons. Number one, they don't have perimeter ball perimeter uh scoring and in the playoffs. You need somebody on the perimeter to get you a bucket. And Tobias Harris wasn't that guy. Uh. Number two, the biggest, and really the, well, number two, I'll get into his health. He never wears injury on people, but they're not like the pinnacle of health. I know that's a crazy thing to say from somebody whose favorite player employs Anthony Davis, but it is what it is. And the last and biggest reason is they do this every year. Like Ben Simmons, like I can't trust that guy in a playoff situation. He's a 82 game player. You have him on your team. You're going to win 50 games in regular season. It that's just what happens. But the dude doesn't shoot. He shoots five times a game. Eight. You know that's he's your second best player. And I have a lot of theories of what he really needs to be. I, we we've said on my show, and I'm pretty sure we said on your show, he's Draymond. Uh, and that's no disrespect to Draymond, or no disrespect to even to Ben Simmons comparing somebody to Draymond. But you know, obviously, when he came in the league, it was like he's the next LeBron. But even more than Draymond, he's really probably more Dennis Rodman. And that's no disrespect to Dennis Rodman. But, like, he doesn't need to handle the ball all the time. He doesn't need to be your perimeter ball handler. He needs to play the four on offense. He can do whatever he wants on defense. He's great on that end of the court. And he needs to be in that, like, Draymond, Lamar Odom role where he can take the ball off the glass and he can run the point on a fast break. But we know we don't need to inbound him on the ball and let him walk it up the court and stand and have somebody, have him – five steps behind the three-point line and then have Danilo Gallinari guarding him at the free-throw line. Like, that just doesn't help anybody. He needs to be in a dunker spot. And then, as you saw last night, or two nights ago, I guess when people listen to this, even when he's in the dunker spot, we don't know if he's going to dunk the ball. So, like, (laughs) this is why I'm out on him. He had one point in a playoff game his first year. Okay, I, I like to give people passes their first year in the playoffs because a lot of things happen. One point is rather... Very hard to go out there and be a starter and score one point when you have the ball in your hand. But cool, one point. He did it the next year. Obviously, last year he was hurt. And this year he had a terrible game seven, and I think he had a really bad game five as well. 
And it's amazing because he doesn't let it affect him on the defensive end. Like he still plays lockdown defense. He bothered Trey, basically got him on the same move. Well, he, I mean, well, he has to, otherwise he's not going to play. Yeah, but it's just like even, <laughs> but but even like, and he's taking so much pride now. He went full. He actually leaned into it heavy because he was like, "I'm the defensive player of the year. I'm better defender than Rudy." But I, like, I'm just he talking went fully about into it. I'm just talking about in general, like, bro. It, if you don't take a dunk, you don't take a three. That's one thing. You don't take a dunk, and then you know, I don't know if this happened before or after, but then he's like wrestling with Trey on the other end when they ball went out oh, of bounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like, it's like he's leaning so much into like, "I'm the star. I'm I'm like this badass." And it's like, bro, you. You passed up a wide open dunk, and nobody's talking about this. He passed up the dunk, and shout out—I mean, Matisse only made one of two, but he was in the way. He was the main defender when Matisse took off. Like he was kind of in his way. Like, yeah, it was very rough. <laughs> and then after the fact, he was like, "Oh, I thought Gallinari was like gonna come from behind me," which all that says is, is I was scared that my I head. was gonna have yeah. to go to the free throw line. That's what he was scared of. He just didn't want to go to the free throw line. Bro, you should pipe that. Even if you go to the free throw line, you you can make a dunk. So you you're at least getting two points. You only got one. Thank God it, Matisse made one. And then uh, the Joel Embiid quote about it after after the game is just it's not the Joel Embiid quote. To me, it's the Ben Simmons quote of him saying, "I am who I am," um, and it's hard. Like, bro, you can't you cannot. He's just so. I guess those are my three reasons why I was out on the Sixers. And I think on when you were on my show or Tremel's on my show, and even when I had a couple of my friends who were Sixers fans come on, I just said like. Yo, like, I think you had asked me last week, like, would you be shocked if the Sixers made it out the East or um, made it? I mean, because we both we didn't we just breezed over this series. We thought like at, around Game Five, we we're like, yeah, the, the Hawks, good story, but you know, Sixers probably. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. I, yeah, I thought yeah, the Sixers I mean, were gonna lose in the next round, but I think somebody asked me like, would you be shocked if the Sixers made it out of? the east and i said no they have the talent on paper i wouldn't be i wouldn't be like oh my god shocked i'll be happy that it came together like to watch them play but at the end of the day like i'm not i wouldn't put any any money on it like i wouldn't bet a dollar on those niggas <laughs> like that's just what it is <laughs> like would not bet yeah, you a penny sad, sadly i did bet on some sixers games this year yeah, or the series it was I mean, it was a wild it was a wild ride and that's the thing like in this series i guess you would like there's no reason you should lose to Atlanta, like Shaq said. Like, no disrespect to them. This is a team. and people Bro, they fight. lost three games at home. This is a team, Atlanta, like, people fight all the time. But, like, Trey Young and John Collins had beef at one point. They fired their coach. Like, shout out to Nate McMillan, great coach. Um, but nobody came into – if you lost to the Nets like this, I mean, and you hope Ben Simmons would shoot. But if you would be like, all right, you know, like, it's the Nets. You know what I'm saying? You lost to a team that – I'm going to be frankly honest with you. They were probably just happy to make the playoffs like and get that first round win against the Knicks. They probably thought they could beat the Knicks. A lot of people, including myself, kind of picked the Knicks. I don't think anybody in that organization, barring even some of the players or barring the players, thought, I mean, I guess the players, you you think you're confident in yourself. You Everything goes right. We can win. But like, if you talk to management, they're probably like, yeah, we got to the second round. This, this is a great season after we fired our coach halfway through. And, you know, we thought, you know, everything was looking bleak. And you lost to this team in the second round and you're supposed to be a title contender? Like, I I know there's a lot of me just rapping there, but those are all my reasons why I was <laughs> the Sixers early. And people gave me grief for that. They were like, you you don't believe? Like, all right, cool, like, whatever. And they do this. And it's just like, Ben Simmons is who he is, man. Like, he's 24, so people are going to talk themselves into, you know, whatever. And I wish him all the best. But he is what he is, and I'm not putting no money on him. And so I see, like, 
until I see it. I'm, I'm gonna tell you the same thing next year when he goes to the playoffs, or whoever team he's playing with. I'm gonna say take, it won't be it won't be with the Sixers. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you the same. I'm gonna say yeah, I'm not betting on Ben Simmons. Now, if he if he proves me wrong, what you said on my show, and you when presented with new information, I'll change my opinion. So when he goes to the playoffs and he averages. 19 points on on 13 14 15 shots i'll tell you that's pretty nasty last shot but you get my point like i'll tell you like yes i i'm somewhat in on this now but that's yeah no yeah i mean look i mean you know at the end of the day their best three players are all forwards or a center uh you know i think tobias and ben simmons best position is power forward uh so it's just yeah it's not to you know, and that's the one thing I guess I'll give Doc Rivers some slack on is like they they don't really have the roster to not play Ben Simmons at point guard, in my I mean, opinion. My question they, is because if, if Ben Simmons, Tobias Harris, and Jim Beat are all on the court together, then right, like is our all, all all bucks. You know, somebody's got to you know do something, and Tobias Harris isn't really a isn't really a guard he like have that. The guard skills, yeah, he can't yeah, play like, makes. All that, you know, and that's why Joel Embiid ends up with eight turnovers. Is you know, somebody's got to do it. My question is like, everybody talks about Doc Rivers and another Doc Rivers meltdown, which it was, and definitely Doc Rivers gets some blame. But I don't know, he gets a lot of blame. But I don't even know at this point how much I I still blame him. But I went through at first, I was like, yeah, still on him. Then I was like, "Eh, I don't know, I'm back on it's on him because I think at some point, like, this team is so much better than the Hawks or they should be on paper that you should win this series. Like it shouldn't, you know, if you struggle, once again, if you struggle with the Bucks and the Nets, I could see it, not the Hawks. Um, and you, you can't be blowing 26 point leads. Like that's some coaching, but at the end of the day, like I'm not even sure they're going to fire him because he has the ultimate Trump card. He can go in there and say, look, Ben Simmons wasn't shooting. Like, Oh no, he's not getting fired. No, it's not getting fired. I can't make somebody take a dunk. Like once Ben Simmons made that play, that was Doc Rivers. Yeah, like, no, I'm coming no. back ben, next year. Like, yeah, no, Ben. No, Ben Simmons is the scapegoat here. Ben Simmons is getting traded. Like I don't, yeah, like, I don't think Doc Rivers is gonna get fired off one year. I mean, because even if you're Doc, like, can you bench him? He's your franchise. He's one of your franchise players, so you really can't bench him. But it's also like, bro, we kind of have to bench this guy. He stinks on offense. Yeah, like, no, stinks. Doc should have Doc should have benched him way earlier than he did. Like I was listening to um, another show, and they were talking about how. Um, the only reason they won Game Six was because Ben got into foul trouble, and they, it, like it was forced that he couldn't play, and it was like a blessing in disguise, kind of like. And I, you know, thought about some of the plays in my mind. I was like, "Damn, that kind of, in a weird way, slightly factual." Like, and, and they should have got to the point where you just got to play Embiid and Tobias, and then the, your, whoever your three best guards are. Yeah, I need now, more shake motor. I need more Shake Milton. Like, I need, <laughs> I need it. Like, I need like Seth Curry. Like, all jokes aside, like George Hill shouldn't have been playing. Yeah, Seth Curry was bailing them out, bro. Like George, George Hill. I'm sorry, you know, Spurs, Spurs great. George Hill, you know, got <laughs> got was the was the gateway to Kawhi. You know, great guy. Shit, washed. He he was looking real real washed out there. It it's was ba- it was sad to see, and he bad. he got the most minutes off any guard on the bench pretty much it's bad when, it's bad when um dudes are on twitter saying i miss like i really miss um danny green in this series and i'm like damn yeah. y'all, y'all actually do like it's not it's a funny take because you know like <laughs> you know how people feel about danny green but it's actually like well 
actually. I mean, yes. I don't know. I I didn't really was I didn't think that if Danny Green was there and Ben Simmons was acting like that, it would have changed anything. Probably not. But you should be able to beat this team even with even the, even somebody thinking that is like, bro. The the Hawks are not the team that you should be like. Yeah, we're a Danny Green away from beating them. <laughs> like, but that's the sad thing is I don't even think they were. I think that's being delusional if you think Danny Green was the reason you lost. Like, oh, not the reason, or, they or were just... not even the reason, or if, or if he was the margin. In which of how close you were, like I didn't take it like I just think the person just like kind of was just missing like somebody else to just shoot. And Danny Green shooting ain't really you know all that as we know. They just sound like man, it was they was down bad. At this point, you're just reaching for any. No, that person was down bad. Yes, they will tell you. (laughs) That's the point. Like you're so down bad that you're like, damn, I like we really miss. And I mean, of course, also on the defensive end. Okay, cool, but still, like. No, nah, they didn't need him on defense. The best thing that happened to them was he stopped guarding Trey. <laughs> and that was the best thing. That was the best. That was a, his biggest contribution to the series. But I don't know. So if you're the Sixers, Trade. I mean, I guess you're, you're trading Ben Simmons. And I, so, you know, I then I saw an article and it was like five destinations for Ben Simmons and they were all trash trades. What so, trades? but I think I saw one. It was, and I, you know, they attached George Hill and a couple of these for salary, but. Basically, it was I think Portland. Yeah, of course. Uh, ben, ben Simmons for uh, CJ McCollum CJ. and because you can't Covington. get Dame now. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely not. Uh, for Covington and CJ. Roku uh, back in Philly. I saw the, a a Pacers one, which I yeah. thought was just awful. I mean, after that, that it was to the Pacers, but the players involved, it was like TJ Warren and Brogdon. For Ben Simmons, and I was like, "Why would the Pacers ever have Ben Simmons, Miles Turner, and Sabonis on the same team?" I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't following that one too much. Uh, one thing I, one I saw that was Denver. interesting was, uh, no, that doesn't make any sense to me either. Not, they, I didn't even see that proposed, but Denver doesn't make any sense. They are Aaron Gordon. Aaron Gordon is bad enough. San Antonio is kind of a dark horse. I wouldn't, I don't want him. I hope they don't get him. The only way I would ever want him is if they like. Sign and trade, Demar. That that was the actual. That was the actual trade. I was I was thinking about. That, I I would I would do that. Then. But if it would be probably Demar and some other like some of your other. That's fine. You, well, they, they want Lonnie Walker. They can have Lonnie Walker. They want Derek White. They I mean, White. he's the thing about Ben Simmons. They is, want they want our first round pick. We got first round pick. <laughs> the thing about Ben Simmons is like, I'll let you finish after this. But the thing about Ben Simmons is like. Everybody's now like obviously his trade value dropped. You're not getting like a Bradley Bill or like Dame, so that's off the window, right? But it's to the point where like you you're gonna have to talk yourself in. Like he's gonna go somewhere and put up like these into solid numbers, and like somebody's gonna talk themselves into it. And like on paper, it does like like you you have to build this team around him like perfectly to suit his needs. Now, like once again, once you get to playoffs, all bets are off, but. In the regular season, um, that's what's going to happen. And people are going to take it too far where they're going to be like, because we just watched them basically shit himself. <laughs> um, <laughs> in the basketball terms, like people are going to take it too far and like, oh, like I wouldn't give up like Kelly Olenek for him. It's like, all right, bro, <laughs> like slow down. Like, <laughs> But he has to go to a situation. Like I think the Spurs are low-key one of the best places for him as far as organization wise. Like, I mean, I don't know what pop is doing or what's he going to do, but you got the guy there that air quote fixed Kawhi's jump shot. Um, you're going to have nothing but open space and a Ben Simmons ball handling. 
um, if you want him to do that. I personally think you might just want to, if he, if you're going to actually commit him to shoot, I think the other route is you probably stick him at, like I said, a three or a four and have an actual I mean, point guard on the floor. The Spurs, if, the, if there's one thing the Spurs got is guards, so I'll give them that. They got Murray, Derek White. You know, they get they got guards. I'll give them that. You know, yeah, so I don't I mean, know if they'll like, resign Patty. I mean, he has to go somewhere where he's just the focal point, and he'll he'll bounce back a little, and everybody will be a slightly not eating the words like, oh, he's good, but you know, it's it's going to be interesting. But he has to go somewhere where either. He has to be – he has to either be able to just basically be the de facto center or like – Yeah, he's got – it's just like a mental thing. I guess I don't know unless he's going to cater to his mental, but – Did you hear about yeah. the um, Sacramento one? I, I heard about no. that. Oh, I didn't even hear about that, but that sounds delicious. <laughs> what, was, is, um, what is it? I, I think uh, it was it was just kind of like randomly brought up, but it was just somebody was like um, – uh, what's his name? Buddy and Bagley. I don't know if I want Bagley from Philadelphia, but uh, basically Buddy and Bagley, and you have Fox and um, uh, basically turning Ben into a four, like like Lamar Odom, basically. Like, you can handle the ball on a break, but you need to go stand in a dunk spot, and you need to actually dunk. <laughs> yeah, I'm not even sure if that's enough. Like, I, I don't feeling, know. They, like, I think all I'm getting just... is Bagley and Buddy Heald. I mean, there was probably more stuff in it. People, people were just kind of spitballing stuff, but it was interesting, but I mean, he. It's just. I, yeah, I also just see keep him. in mind, though, especially for the Spurs or Sacramento, that he's still a clutch guy. So I don't know if he's going to, you know, mm-hmm. OKC Small or markets. something. You know, yeah, I don't know if yeah. he's. I don't know if clutch, clutch is, is rocking with that. I mean, somebody. Yeah, somebody's going to take a chance on him because he's still twenty four. They still see what he can be, and like I said, like he still wins fifty games a year, and I'll be it in the East or whatever you want to say. But he wins fifty games a year every year he plays. So. Theoretically, like somebody's gonna take a chance on them, and you know we're gonna see that. You know, I, right now it's just it's very hot because it's in everybody's minds what he did, but he has to leave Philadelphia. Like this, this little pairing is is run his course. Like it's over. He's not. Yeah, they're sick of him. All, the team, Joan Beats is tired. Is sick of him. And he might be sick of Philadelphia. Like this could be the we think Blake Griffin tanked his way out of Detroit. He could just be. <laughs> yes, this is very. I, I'm starting to think this might be a Philadelphia thing because you know who Ben Simmons really reminds me of? Folks? Carson Wentz. Oh. <laughs> I mean, you know, he wasn't at the MVP level that Wentz was. Wentz definitely had more of an ascension. But this, like, mental yips thing that they got going on or something, like... Well, I think Carson I, was just hurt. I, uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, a little bit. But when he came back, he just was, like, throwing picks to throw the ball. Yeah, yeah he just, like, was just like, yo, what are you doing? Like... It literally got to that level of like where you're looking at Ben Simmons, like, yo, we'll what see, are you doing? He's your, he's your quarterback now. Oh, well, yeah, was, yeah, yeah. So, 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 I, bro, I couldn't even think of a world where I'm rooting for Carson Wentz and Ben Simmons. Oh, yeah, you would. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's the Philadelphia curse. Everybody, you know, from Fultz to the Wentz to uh, I'm, Nelson, I'm just saying, Nelson Aguilar dropping and passes. It's, and, it's, and it's not, yeah, exactly. Nelson Aguilar is another <laughs> to his, example. His one Super he, Bowl, he, yo, he went to the Raiders in Cook last year. All I'm saying is it's just a, it's a working theory. But I'm just saying that Philly stuff, like people getting Bryce booed Harper. like that, uh, not not on the same level, but yeah, I mean, not a fair. not a yips, but also you you leave and then the Nats win the <laughs> well, the World yeah. Series. Well, I'm just thinking, I'm just speaking more of a personal thing. Like, I don't oh, think yeah. everybody can like handle those boos and like handle the type of shit that Philly be on. Like when you start fucking up, you know what I mean? 
Like it like fuels some people and the it crazy thing is Philadelphia was really defending Simmons for a while. Like he was not getting it was this year they were kind of turned on him, but even this year it was like, okay, like you know, he had 42 on uh the defensive player of the year. Like I heard that like a million times, like <laughs> which is hilarious fact after yeah. all of like all of this, like Rudy Gay or Rudy Gay, Rudy Gobert, Rudy Yogurt, as I like to call him. <laughs> I mean, getting yeah. cooked, and then yeah, and then the Ben Simmons thing, yeah, the forty points on. I think Ben only did that just to prove that he that Rudy shouldn't be defensive player of the year. He just, I don't, I don't know, man. Ben, he just seems like I said. The reason why I'm out of him is even his post game. He just seems too like, like lackadaisical. Like he doesn't really care. Like it's just like, bro, like that's true. I, He's been talking about being in the gym for like three summers now. Yeah, I'm just like, bro, I get it. Like it's a job to you, but goddamn, nigga, like. <laughs> Yeah, like, act like, like pride. a little bit, like you know what I'm saying. This this ain't just your regular nine to five. Where it's like, bro, you right, just bro, like, get to, bro, you're, st- you're still on TV, like yeah, like you shoot the ball. You're, it, you're like. embarrassing yourself. No, it was yeah. I was a little, I was a little embarrassed for him. A little, <laughs> a, little a little bit. <laughs> like you, a little, just... little embarrassed. I mean, I can only be but so embarrassed looking at his contract. But I was a little embarrassed. Uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, he do his his neck be shining, bro. That's one thing. Um, I, I mean. Listen, I'm not the guy who who gets on Twitter and says I can go out there and do that, but I'm pretty sure I know some people that if if you let them run around a basketball court for 40 minutes, they would take more than five shots. I'm not saying they wouldn't make five shots, but they would take five legitimate shot attempts. And that's all anybody's asking him to do at this point. People are not even asking him to make the shots. We're like, take it. Just please take it. That's the whole that's the that's the wildest thing. Is and you know what's even wilder about it? They're like Please be, act like Giannis at least. I had a Philadelphia fan <laughs> tell me that's the reason they don't slander Giannis. It's because they like I have Ben Simmons on my team. How could I slander Giannis? Yeah. Do you know the Damn. funniest thing about this is like it's much like. No, there were people on Twitter saying that Ben Simmons was as good or better than Giannis. They're saying right. if you get Ben Simmons' own team, that he'd be better. Anyway, it's sorry. crazy. That is. The funny thing about all this is shooting is the one thing like you, you ref basketball, I ref you see little kids. That's the one thing that they like you do. You have to literally tell kids spread out. Like when you get the you give a ball to a little kid, the first thing he'll do is shoot. He won't, <laughs> he won't dribble, he won't pass, he won't think to do anything. The first thing he's gonna do is turn to the basket and shoot. At no matter what age, you walk into a gym today, the first thing you do is take a couple dribbles and shoot. Like it's literally the the number one you would li- you have people that you've played basketball with that you you won't pass the ball to because you're like, he's going to shoot it <laughs> so much that I don't want to – he's not going to run the offense. like, And he's, like, so opposite. Not like LeBron passive, right? Like, I have people, you know, criticize in the clutch, but, like – or Magic. Like, oh, he's a pass first. No, like, he's – it's like soccer. Like, they bunch up – kids bunch up because the ball comes and they kick it and it doesn't go nowhere, right? It's like this is the core – essence of the sport and you won't do it like this is the one thing that ev- everybody wants to shoot and i say it's quite literally the objective of the game right like it, it's, <laughs> it's, it's your natural instinct if i tell you the point of this sport is to put this round ball into the 10 foot round object up there rim up there and i hand you a basketball you would shoot it if you never played basketball, <laughs> you, that will be your first instinct we don't have to speak the language language. I would just point to the ball and then point to the rim and you would take it and shoot it. <laughs> just throw it up there. Yeah, he won't do it. And it's like, what, bro? <laughs> yeah. And he I won't saw. do it against people that like 
yeah, when Meek Mill's telling you to abuse this guy, <laughs> it's just all bad. It's just all yeah. bad. I, I'll be really interested to see, you know, what Daryl Morey try and cook up because I think this also kind of gives him some some freedom to kind of now build the team how he wants it built. You know what I'm saying? I, he's no longer confined to, oh, I'm, I'm coming into a good team. I got to keep the core. Like, no, nah, he can kind of do his thing now. You, I mean, it's crazy, though, because Embiid is – it's just – the team is, like – it's a lot of questions. Like, how many more Embiid years do you have? That's a valid I mean, question. You, like, healthy be, Embiid years. You know, look, with Embiid, you got to take him one year. He's got two years left on his contract. That, but that's my point. But he's ready to win now. He was an MVP candidate this year. Okay, that's fine. But I'm saying like, he'll be good for two years. You can't worry about what and how good Embiid's going to be in five years. He might leave in free agency. You can't be uh, worried uh, about that. I'm not. I'm, you, that no, that's my Embiid, point. Embiid will be fine for next year, and no, that's all that, you have to worry about. But this is my point. When, when I'm saying like you have to, it's all it's win now every year because you have Embiid. He's MVP candidate. You can't. You can't blow you. I mean, you have to trade. Well, they've Simmons. been they've been wasting. Yes, it's, I mean, yes. Right, yes. but everyone I'm saying is you, in agreement that you have to trade Simmons. Right, but I'm saying you can't like blow it up and like oh and like we're gonna like no, you can't waste prime and beat years because first of all, it's prime years. You don't waste prime anybody years. Second of all, it's in B. You don't know how long he's gonna be here from a health standpoint, let alone free agency. So you have to trade him now, or, or you know, you can't waste these years. Then that puts you at a kind of a disadvantage because everybody knows like you're on the hot seat, you got to trade Simmons. So, like, you're not about to get, you know, ideally, right? I don't know what magic uh, Daryl's going to work up, but ideally, you know I mean, what I'm saying? I mean, you can get probably get some teams bidding against each other to get something. And, I mean, yeah, I, but that's fine. But you're not getting the James Hardens like you were last year or, like – He wasn't getting James Harden last year. Whatever. There, you're not getting You're not getting anybody that, like, all the, the fantasy trades that people were cooked up. You know well, yeah, saying? yeah. You're not getting you're – not, you're not swapping a star for a star here, right? Right. You know what I'm saying? And then you have to now convince MB and, and to, you know, like, hey, this is the team. You know, like, basically you have to put a good enough team around him next year and the year afterwards that could, could can compete for a championship pretty much. And you have to do it with Trady Simmons. And that's really all you got. Because, <laughs> like, once you let go of Simmons and whoever you get back from, of course, and then B, like, the rest of the roster is, like, I mean, Seth is good, but, like, I'm, I don't think anybody's dying to bring back Danny Green, respectfully. You know what I'm saying? Tyrese? I mean, okay, the, cool. look, Embiid, yeah, Tobias. Got, got Embiid, Tobias. I, and I'm Tobias up with uh, Ben Simmons, and they both get right. out of here, bro. I mean, in a perfect world, yes, but that's about $70 million of salary. So I don't think any team's going to take both of them. <laughs> well, once, uh, once Simmons is gone, then I'm working on Tobias. <laughs> I, mean, me, I mean, look. Me too, because I mean, I guess it would depend on who you got for Simmons. So I think Tobias would be great if he was your third option. That would be lovely, and ideally, and he was supposed to be because Ben Simmons was supposed to be the second option. But yeah, all but of a sudden, Ben, ben Simmons, Simmons is a third getting, option. Well, that's the point. So as I'm saying, you know, if somehow, some way, they could get somebody who was a second option to Tobias, then you don't have to worry about him. So it really, honest, it really honest, just depends on. What, honestly, I would still package up Tobias, and I, I don't trust the guy. He's he's fine as your third option. Maybe he's like a he's like a slightly worse version of like Chris Middleton or something on offense. You know, but you know, and even even you know, he 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 you know did not play great, but is relatively low on the list of problems that they have. He's on the list, but he's relatively low. I mean, just because he's they have so many. I mean, yeah, but 
listen, when your two people combined making $70 million is on that list, period, that's a problem in itself. But, I mean, like you said, I mean, ben, we've talked about it before, like, are people number ones? Are they really number twos? Masquerading as number ones? Ben Simmons on offense is the number three, mas- at best, masquerading as a number two. Not even masquerading as, he's just... He's just number three. <laughs> he just it's just what it is. What it is like he needs to get clean up buckets. Attack. He's great at rebounding. He's great at you know making passes. Almost too great at making passes. Attack the glass. Get tip back dunks. Like I pray that you shoot one day, but until that day comes, I don't know what you do. So yeah, I'm not. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I don't even know what I would qualify Ben Simmons as as a option. I mean, he, that's what he is, bro. He's 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 Dennis Rodman that dribbles, but only like he's telling people that he's LeBron or media telling people he's LeBron. Now, once again, there's no disrespect to Dennis Rodman, like one of the greatest defenders and rebounders of all time. But even he would, you know, take the layup, even if he missed it to get another rebound to take to the fattest stats of the like. I don't know. It's just it's all weird, bro. Uh, this is all, and you're not also not expecting offensive production out of you know Dennis too. So I mean, it's just it is weird. I, I just it's the things in Philadelphia just don't go right. So yeah. So and the, the crazy thing about this whole thing is I don't even know if they're in the most helpless position uh, because you look at Utah after going out probably in a worse way than Philly. I don't know what they do. They don't. I don't even know who you trade. Uh, you trade Rudy Gobert if you can. Who the hell is no? That's they're not trading Rudy. Who's gonna take Rudy Gobert? I don't know. Who the hell are you gonna I, get for Rudy Gobert? I, I say I'll say these two things. I, I'm definitely on the. I'm definitely the Utah slander guy. I say every <laughs> year Utah's the second round. It's waiting to happen, and they always prove me right. So shout out to them. I, I can always count on them for prove for one playoff series. I'm gonna get right. Um. I'll say about trading Rudy is we always say who's going to trade for this guy. Who's going to trade for this guy? Like the contract's too big. And every year somebody else. who has I mean, I don't even, I don't even say that about trade. contracts. I don't even say that about contracts. I, I just, well, look, we just saw Kimball Walker get traded. So, so that's I'm not my, even thinking on contracts. I'm thinking of more of just, okay. Just overall value. Like my next point means so much to Utah more than any other team. I just don't see a trade. I don't even know how you where you would get an equal trade. I don't know, but my next point is there's always a team that's down bad that will just and it may not be the offer, it may not be even. To, I mean, it's, can it's you always name, a, can team you name a team. I don't know. I, I you put me on the spot. I can't think of it. But like, if they want to, they can find a trade for them. Now, will they get? Obviously, you're probably not going to get air quotes like equal value, whatever that might be. But I just say, like, in the last couple of years where I've been saying, like, who you trade for this guy? Somebody always – somebody does it. Somebody somebody turns into the Knicks and makes a bad trade or, you know, sign somebody, like, why did they do that? Or they take a bad contract and trade. It just happens. I don't – I mean, that's so, fair, but I, I, mean, I don't – do you think Utah would trade Rudy Gobert knowing that they're not getting the full value from him? And just – and just – it not on how be bad. a 50 win team, bro. They're still, even if they bring Rudy Gobert back, they're, they're a 50 win team. Yeah. And they're, so they're, they're going to take a step round. back from, and they're going to take a step back from that. I don't know. It's, I mean, I, I think you should trade Rudy Gobert. You should at least open. Now, I'm not saying if somebody offered me like Kenneth Reed, like I would take it. I'm just saying, I think you should explore it often and try hard to get a trade. Um, 
Yeah, see, I don't want to trade him because there's actual – like, if I'm playing Denver, I kind of want Rudy Gobert guarding Jokic. Or if I'm playing the Lakers, I'm not – it's the worst thing not in the world to have Rudy Gobert out there against Anthony Davis or protecting the rim against LeBron. The problem is you, well, you they don't get have better any – You can't well, listen, if you don't trade. But my thing is, it's not the fact that they have Rudy Gobert. It's the fact that they don't have any option behind him. The worst signing in the world was getting Derek Favors. That was the worst thing they could have done. They don't have a lineup to bench Rudy Gobert. Okay, okay, now this is our small ball five. They don't have a small ball five on the whole roster. So it's not about trading Rudy Gobert and just changing your whole team identity. It's just they just need a better bench player or a better backup or somebody who can come in and say, okay, now we're going small. This is our small ball lineup. They don't even have five players on their team to make a small ball lineup because every lineup they have is centered around Rudy Gobert. And if it's not centered around Rudy Gobert, it's centered around Derek Favors as his backup, who has the same weakness as Rudy Gobert, but he's just worse. They don't have any versatility. That's their main problem as a roster. They just need to they need, I don't you know, it's easier said than done, but you need to find a guy who can supplement Rudy Gobert when you're playing a team like the Clippers who go small. Not every team goes small like the Clippers. Like the Clippers were, I think, one of the best suited teams to expose Rudy Gobert especially when they started, you know, switching up things game five and six and they had his man in the corner and he had to go run out to the corner and it just wasn't working. Hence Terrence Mann's big game. So that's my, yeah, my thing. Good at closing out. Yeah. So it's like, but, but the, the, the problem wasn't that Rudy Gobert can't close out. That's a known thing. He's a seven footer. He is who he is similar to Ben Simmons. But if you don't have one player on your entire roster to back him up, to be a small ball five in, in 2021 when every damn team in the NBA has a small ball lineup. That's the problem. It's, it's that it's, it doesn't have to be a whole roster overhaul. Just find I mean, somebody. If you have a small ball five and then you have Donovan Mitchell, Jordan Clarkson or Conley, uh, Bogdanovich. Well, I mean, I think Eagles, that's a good lineup. I think another reason why we trade Rudy Gobert is, I mean, Conley, Rudy, and I think Donovan are coming up, right, to get paid. Now, Rudy's already gotten paid. So now Donovan's coming up to get paid. And then you got I don't Conley. know if he signed. Conley's a free agent right now. They're going to bring him back probably, I would assume. I mean, I would assume so, but right now he's a he's a free agent. Like coming, it's a, and it's just Utah. Awesome. It's a lot. It's a lot of money. Utah, not really a big. I don't. It's just. I don't know, and I don't think you. I don't know who you sign as that small ball for. How do you describe so? And 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 Donovan Mitchell already signed his five year max extension, so him and Rudy are already locked up for the next four years. That's your nucleus. You that you you got to build around your nucleus. It, it doesn't make any sense to have Donovan Mitchell unless you're just gonna trade Mitchell as well and just go full rebuild and you want to you know start from scratch. They have a they have a good team. It's not a great team, but it's a good team. You it's a good regular make your team. team. I say it every you gotta, year. You got to turn your team from good to great. So you got to add pieces. Now I don't know how they add the pieces. I don't know you know all the free agents, but you just got to you got to add pieces to a good team. You don't you know take two steps back and trade away an all star, knowing that you're probably not going to get an all star back for Rudy Gobert, and then think that you're going to take two steps forward anytime soon. That is, I don't see how that works. No matter what they get, they're not going to get an all-star back. I mean, I don't, I don't see any way they, they can improve this team without trading Rudy Gobert and also spending a couple years um, taking a couple steps back to go forward. But I also 
I just told you how. They just need some lineup versatility. They need yeah, somebody other than Rudy uh, Gobert. Okay, who are you signing? I don't know. It's just the same thing. You just I asked you for a team. You said they put you on the spot. Don't put me on, don't put me on the spot. <laughs> Who's coming to Utah? <laughs> plenty of people come to Utah. They just got free agents. I'm not saying you need a star. You get a role player. They got plenty of role players. Bogdan Bogdanovich was a free agent they signed. You know, he's a, he was a good free agent. A lot of people wanted him. He went to Utah. They just need a role player. They don't need, you know. I'm not I'm not saying they need a third star. They just need a role I'm player. I'm not saying that. I just I don't I don't see Derek, it. Derek Favors was a free agent who they signed. They signed the wrong guy. They signed Derek Favors yeah, for I mean, ten million yeah. a year. Yeah, that that's why Derek Favors went there. Well, yeah, I right, mean I don't ten think ten million a year. Yeah, I don't think I don't I don't think it Derek Favors is, you know, like Yes, yeah, yeah, it's not good at all. They, you yeah, know, so they, just, they wanted another good, center good like Gobert. Agents, so. Well, you said who's going to Utah? I was just telling you. Yeah, don't, don't, don't get me. They, I'll go to Utah if they pay me ten million dollars a year. <laughs> yeah, so that's mean, true. Like, well, I named one good person. Bogdanovich is a good player. I mean, and he went there as a free agent. I, I said it straight up. I've said this. They are. They have. They're a regular season basketball team because they have eight guys, and or you know, there's rotation, including Rudy Gobert. Just doesn't suck. You know, for all of his faults, I know people are going to take it too far, as we always do in the playoffs. But when he gets a play, when you get to the playoffs, they just get exposed. And I just, I don't know. I'm not saying, and I understand. But I'm, but I'm, and, but I'm trying to alleviate it. why they're getting exposed. I'm no, not trying to. You don't. That's okay, all I, do. And I, I feel you. And I'm not saying that. You, you know, it, I'm. I just said I wouldn't trade him really for nothing. But I'm definitely exploring the option. If I don't get nothing back, then I got to roll with the punches and do what you have to say. And also understand what the what your point is about that. Like, I would assume in a small market, Utah, you don't want to blow it up. You don't want to tell Donovan Mitchell. You don't want to waste any years. You don't want to take two steps back, wait, try to develop somebody, hope that you get enough for Rudy Gobert that eventually pans out to something. But I also look at it and say, well, I don't know who they're going to sign. And that's their job. Like, I don't get paid to make these decisions. So... You know, when Utah cuts the check for $10 million, I'll tell them who I think they need to go sign, who we need to go trade. But, I mean, I would I would explore the option of trading of, of trading Rudy Gobert. I, I, I would. I'm not saying I'd pull the trigger for just anybody. And I, I wouldn't mean, you, be. I mean, that's fine. I'm just already assuming, and I think it's pretty universal, that the equivalent value that they're going to get from another team isn't going to be what the emphasis that they put on Rudy Gobert. Their entire defense revolves around him. I don't see them getting a player back that they can have their entire defense evolve around or their entire offensive revolve around. Miles or who will be a no, – no. I, I, can't, I can't see that. I'm just throwing out a name of somebody who could kind of kind of stretch a little bit. I mean, uh, that would be cool if they got Miles Turner. I mean, I don't know where – I don't, I don't think that the Pacers would want Gobert next to Sabonis. But, I mean – I guess anything is possible, I suppose. I, that, I can't see that working. I think their problem is they don't like Sabonis. Uh, they want Sabonis at center, I think. Yeah. Uh, what about um, what's cousin Houston? Christian Wood? Yeah. Oh, he stinks on defense. He is, he's a bucket, but he stinks on defense. So, I mean, they're, they're going to be – Their they're also they're, problem they, is secretly that they, they, Utah actually kind of – I mean, Russell Nell's cool. I mean, you know, we joke about Joe Ingles, uh, Stockman, uh, Paul George, but like everybody else is kind of just an average defender at best. At best. Oh no, hundred percent. But that's, my, Go- and that's and that's my whole thing is if Rudy Gobert's there, like, and he if he leaves, like, those dudes are gonna get exposed on a more consistent basis. 
Yeah, so and even I'm just saying even some of that perimeter stuff, which is kind of unfair. I kind of said this on Twitter. It's kind of unfair to Rudy because, like, I know people talk about the defensive players of the year, and, you know, he's not a great home ball defender, help defender, all that. But, like, if it was 92 or 02 or even maybe 2012, we wouldn't be saying this because you wouldn't be asking Rudy Gobert really to, like, it would be kind of known, like, yeah, he's seven foot. He's not coming on, on the switch. Like, he's going to block your shot. You go down low. Um, so he gets kind of a little unfair rap, but like people point pictures of, I post that video of Steph Curry, like crossing him up, like, all right. With that being said though, like prime Shaq and prime Dwight Howard could recover and even on screens and like, you know, make it hard. And people wasn't attacking them the, the way people were, there's free ways yeah. to the basket, uh, and, uh, Reggie Jackson had, um, in game, I think it was, that was six, yeah. six. Yeah. Yeah, game six. Yeah, the one, the one highlight that, that was real bad. And he just like put his knee in his chest. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. Um. I'm very happy that Utah lost, though. Very, very happy for that fan base. Always, always a good sight to see them lose. Yeah. Definitely not a casual fan of Utah. You know, it's, you know, my. Yeah. No, I'm not. You know, Utah, Boston, Indiana. They're so always good when they don't block it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, I guess you hope for Donovan Mitchell he gets out of there, but you know, Dwayne Wade's there now, so maybe he kind of talks to him and stays in his ear, like commits him to stay. But I mean, I don't know. I'd, I'd be kind of knocking on the door, like, "Hey, man, what's calling my agent? Like, hey, man, what's moves?" I, don't know. I mean, he got the, he got that, you know, he give does, him a yeah. couple of years. He got that extension kicking in, so you know, you gotta give him a couple of years. He don't got that leverage yet. He still got like four more years coming up. Um, that's, that's like cat. It, but that's a nasty loss to lose them because I I picked the Clippers. Um, no, they I, were up. They were up twenty six. And when Kawhi went down, I was like the Jazz with Kawhi win. out. Yeah, yeah and they just shout out to Paul George though. Um, definitely looks a lot oddly comfortable. Not I guess it's not even odd to say, but he looks more comfortable with kind of like with Kawhi out. Yeah, so it's like all right, he has no choice, and so now he just hoots. Almost like he has no pressure though. Like he's not like he doesn't have to defer. Yeah, I don't know. He's a weird. He's a weird guy. I'm not even gonna really try to like even like hypo- hypothetical his mental. He's he be on some other stuff. Him, him like Kyrie, like those are the type of dudes. I don't James Harden sometimes. I don't even uh, try. I don't, I don't know. Even try I don't put, put myself. I, I don't put I don't, Paul George in that category, right? Bro, mentally, they're just different. Like, they're different for different reasons. I'm not saying they all think the same. I'm just saying that they're very unique individuals in their own way. So I don't even try to put myself in their shoes because their shoes are, are just they're very different. Kawhi, <laughs> I don't know. Like, Kawhi be on some other stuff, bro. I don't, you know, like, I like yeah, them. I don't but put he just be on, on some Kyrie's, other stuff. Kyrie's level. I ain't never, well, yeah, I ain't never heard Paul Kyrie, George come out and say some of the stuff be. Kyrie be Bro, I mean, Paul George, I think my thing is with Paul George is when he be making, when he was making all the excuses, it was like, all right, man, like, you are just on some other stuff. Like, like nah, your right. your perception of reality is a little off, buddy. Like, we all watched what happened. Like, the excuses you're giving us right now, like, did you think that we weren't watching? Like, what? Like what's going on? Like, he... I don't know, but but he like believes it. I don't know. It's a lot. It's a lot. I just I'm just he's just a different guy. 
hence this conversation like <laughs> when you're with Kawhi, you're worse and then when he's injured you're just better like well i mean they kind of like sig- like significantly better i'm talking about you're going from hitting the side of the backboard to yeah leading your team to victory like the variance was just it's just too high yeah it's not like i stepped <laughs> up from 20 to 28 points. right right like, like you went from laughing stock to I mean, like, it's I, is it the LeBron factor where he turns other good players into spot-up shooters? Because, like, you want Kawhi driving, I guess, over Paul George, and they kind of do the same thing. I always find that weird, though, with wings, because, like, I mean, wings, I, I, I could just go stand on the other side of the court and, like, right. if you can drive and just swing it my way. And, I, like, you know, I don't know, but I'm not an NBA player, so. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's just the level of how low Paul George was. It's just, it's just nah, a little abnormal. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess, yeah, I guess I do see you because you know to call yourself playoff P and you really ain't really done much. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> like who do you think? Like who who are you fooling? I mean, like, what are you people, telling us right now? People are holding on to the Indiana years, and yes, they were, they were, you know. The, but then we we forget that the later Indiana years were also very bad. <laughs> like, yeah, low key. You know, what I'm that's what like, I'm saying. Like, there's just so so much variance with him. I just. It can't. It has to be mental at this point. Like, and I just don't understand what mental space he'd be in or not in to have such a wide variance. Yeah, that's my know. only thing. Yeah, Paul. George. I, yeah, I can't call it. Like, if you was like, why do you think Paul George plays so bad one year but so good another year? I, I have no idea. I will. We'll see. We'll see what. We'll see what he does when he shows up. When he shows up to the, like physically to the arena, we'll see. We'll see what he does. I have no idea. Like now, all of a sudden, he's good. Okay, we'll ride this wave until he <laughs> starts being bad again. <laughs> I mean, then Reggie Jackson will take over. So, exactly. And then yeah, just throw it to your best player, Reggie Jackson. Yeah. It. Uh, yeah. Um. Two amazing collapses, though. Like back to the yes. Overall, I mean, so amazing that we had to do a quick podcast about it. Yeah. Two amazing collapses. Um. I would say shout out to the jazz fans, but I don't know any jazz fans. So uh, I hope, I <laughs> yeah, hope I don't, the city I don't of, think I don't think we're striking that demographic here. Yeah, I hope the city of Philadelphia is having a, a wonderful day. Um, <laughs> um oh, yeah. Yeah, there yeah, I don't yeah. I don't know. I, I was gonna ask who's who's more upset, but it's definitely Philly. Well, I don't know. So, so I think, might, some, there might I mean, be some hard R's being thrown around in Utah right now. We don't know. <laughs> uh, that's that's very fair. But I think Utah also has a level of just like happy to be here sort of thing. Yeah. Just a little. Just a little. Where Philly yeah. is like has we're the really, audacity of like we should be winning every year. Or at least like we're like don't break our hearts three years in a row or three out of four years. Yeah. At home, game seven. Yeah. To an Atlanta sports team of all teams. Yeah, they they Atlanta. They got Yeah, <laughs> they, they got Atlanta by Atlanta. Yeah. But I mean it's 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 also like I told my man, like, you know, everything nothing goes right in Philly, bro. Did I ever tell you about the time I stayed at a hotel in Philly and the whole power went out on the whole block? <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, it's just Philadelphia. So I mean they sold their soul for the Super Bowl. And I'm not mad at them because I never have to watch football again because <laughs> they got the win, but it, it is what it is, bro. Philadelphia, I don't know. Sold their soul for the ring. Yeah. Great sports Respect. town, though. Like, you kind of do feel for them, but also, also very, very like wild fan base. So sometimes it's like, yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, sometimes, 
yeah, I don't that's right. It's like sometimes it's like, yeah, you was doing too much. You deserve this humbling. Yeah, I don't feel that bad for you guys. Um, but it, the funny thing about I'll just end on this is like the audacity that people had, like when I told people outside of Philadelphia, like people were really like, You gonna see this year, I'll watch. Well, I, I've not heard from those same people. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> There's no this this was like the biggest humbling. I think that's what made the Philly loss like so bad. It was just like everyone is just extra humble now. Everyone's just extra humble. Yeah, yeah. The only the only thing I'll say is that I mean I'm I am kinda I guess I can't underestimate them, but I, I Milwaukee's probably gonna dog Atlanta. <laughs> yeah, they might. So it's gonna I mean, be rough. Especially with their injuries. Yeah, it's just, it might it might get nasty. It's just like it might get nasty. Yeah, Philadelphia will at least put up if Philadelphia, like Philadelphia give us probably seven games of this. I've just Ben Simmons just not shoot at the yeah, end of the I don't game. Want, yeah, ben, ben Simmons versus Giannis free throw competition. So it would have kind of been interesting to watch from that point of view, but like I don't know, like it's it's very nasty work. Um, <laughs> Adam Silver out here cutting off the lights so that so Atlanta doesn't win in Atlanta on Game Six or force a Game Seven. Like it's just wild times in the NBA, and and, and we thought that the playoffs was going to be kind of boring or we as in the people was going to be born when the Lakers and LeBron were out. Like, Yeah, this has been a very interesting and entertaining playoffs just in general, regardless of who's playing and, you know, a bunch of injuries and it's still still holding up entertainment-wise at least. Right. So who do you have in, I mean, I guess we can't we can't just breeze by him because we did breeze by the last series, but who do you have in, in the East? I mean, yeah, give me the Bucks and, and like five, maybe right. six. I'll say six just because I was wrong last time. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll say six. I'll say, but I, but also it just depends because if Bogdanovich is hurt, then I'm definitely going five. So uh, like, I shout got out to... Kevin Herter, but I don't you know. I yeah, don't see him doing that every game. What they call him? Um, Red Velvet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I got the Bucks. Um, I would say in five. Uh, probably either way, but you know, respect to Atlanta, so I'll give him like you said a six game if everybody's healthy. Um, I have. I guess I have to continue with my Clippers, like for the sake of on my show. Obviously, I picked the Clippers in the finals um, after everything went down. But with no Kawhi, I got the well, Suns. Actually, I is did. It, pick, is Kawhi coming back though? I, I have no clue. I have like they last I heard he wasn't, so I don't have the most recent information as of Monday night. So I, I'm under the impression that he's not. So actually, I did see this on Twitter. I said I have the Clippers if Kawhi's healthy. Kawhi's not healthy. I have the Suns. Based on new information, I have to pick the Suns. So yeah, I'm Suns I, I Bucks think the, I think I think I think the Suns are probably my my favorite to win it all right now. Yes, if I had to pick a team, I'd, I'd probably pick the Suns. Suns to be assuming the that Chris Paul's coming back. Oh well, yeah, but I, yeah. I'm assuming that I'm assuming that Chris Paul is. If Chris Paul is not back, then strangely, I think the Bucks are the favorite. And yeah, this is all assuming Kawhi's not coming back. Right, and I think Chris Paul is. My, some under my knowledge, Chris Paul's only out for COVID. Yeah, so, so that's I mean, only we'll, we'll see how he we'll see how he looks when he comes back as well. Well, I thought he just broke COVID protocol. Did, I didn't know he, did he actually have COVID? Does I don't know. Actually... I, I feel like he did, but I don't know. Oh, okay. I feel like to be out this long, he might have had it to be out this long. He couldn't like he like wasn't there, you know. Like he's like quarantined away from the team. It sounds like he had it, but I don't know. Maybe not. At what is this long though? Because he played in game their last game. Well, I guess that was a sweep. 
I have no clue. I thought he was. I That's thought what I'm saying. Like, like he's been out for oh, like a week now, almost. Well, they've been out for a week too. So, but he's been away from the team that whole time. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought he. Yeah, was like just, he wasn't even like they they had to Facetime him from game one. Like he wasn't there. Like he's. Home. Oh, I knew he wasn't at game one, but I didn't know he wasn't around the team after they beat the Sun. I mean the. Um, yeah, Nuggets. I don't. I don't. I don't think he was. Oh, I was in the impression that was just COVID protocols. Like, like how LeBron went to that party with Drake and they leave. Yeah, so. but he went to the party and, Le- and they didn't do anything, with LeBron. What are you saying? I'm, I'm saying I like, assume. I'm saying like I'm. They said LeBron. I'm, they said that he broke pro- COVID protocol, but he didn't miss any games. Right. Well, he didn't have to be away from the team. Well, he's also LeBron. Well, so. I'm just look. Chris Paul's like the leader of this NBA PA. He should be able to get close to the same. If it wasn't as big of a deal, I feel like you know he should be able to talk to somebody. Maybe, but I've never also never been LeBron. So yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I'm Either just saying. Way, I I just we'll thought see. he was. I thought he broke COVID protocols. I didn't know he actually had COVID. So I guess that does change things. But I'm assuming he's coming back. My assumption is Chris Paul will play and he'll be relatively healthy. Um. So yes. My assumption is Kawhi Leonard will not play. <laughs> so I'm. So probably we'll, a fair fair assumption both ways. Yeah, so if if that's the case, then I'm picking the Suns. If Kawhi Leonard is back and relatively healthy, then I'm like my original pick will stand. Um, but um, with the Clippers, but yeah, yeah, I think yeah, we'll we'll end on a, on a positive note with Green. All right, so that's my same pick. Oh man, oh, that's all. <laughs> <laughs>